Hello and thank you for tuning back in to the Hearts, Conspiracies and UFOs podcast. It's Jarvie here again and in a week where we all hold our breath waiting to hear the news from arbitration, I am joined by three boys as eager as me to talk about something completely different. I am joined by Simon. Hello. Uh, Paddy. Hello. And Hammy. Hello all. So boys, on Friday night we were at away up in, away up in Gorgie, basically just in the Gorgie suite. Um, Hammy, <laughs> you said you were still feeling hungover this morning. <laughs> I, I made the, the bad decision of essentially sticking to Guinness majority of the night and then chucking in a dark fruits at one point and it just does not agree with me at all. I was rough on Saturday, felt a wee bit better Sunday, and then I woke up this morning and just wanted to end it all, I think. But I'm all right now, thankfully. <laughs> you can't really have like a full session on Guinness. No, no. I said you need to essentially clear your calendar for a couple of days if you're going to do that, and I just neglected to do that, sadly. <laughs> Fair enough. It was quite good, but quite enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, for, for our listeners, we're not getting paid to promote this, but it's, it's worth a go. <laughs> Walk-ins available or book a table. So you pay, what was it? We paid £5 a seat slash table, but yep. you get a drink token, which is like it's £4 for a pint. So basically your booking fee's a pound, which is all right. And it worked well. Table service. So you didn't even, well, you weren't really allowed to leave your seats. So. Although they said that, but you better like go out in the stand. Uh, well, we were fucking swaying about the place. Yeah, <laughs> 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 understand. Thought it was hilarious when we were outside and the boy came out bald as brass, smoking a roll up in the stand. <laughs> <laughs> like you obviously couldn't smoke in the stadium. <laughs> just, go, just that Stephen just completely forgot. Never even occurred to him. <laughs> the boy came out and looked at him and he was smoking away and he was just like, alright mate? <laughs> <laughs> even like he was trying to get away with it, just did not occur to him. Um, Simon, when we were there, um, so we got talking to, to someone, I suppose you could just say, associated to the club, uh, Craig, L- we'll just call him an insider, uh, who told us some very interesting information with regards to the settlement offer, didn't we? Um, seemed to cause a bit of a stir. Yeah, so he just kind of accosted us when we were outside. I feel like he was absolutely desperate to tell us. Like yeah. He was like, sit round, children, I have a story to tell. <laughs> and we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. And, uh, he, he told us essentially that today um, the SPFL will offer Hearts a deal that is a £5 million settlement with a £1 million fine. So essentially we'll be given £4 million. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing Hearts have declined it or because I can't imagine that that guy could have possibly been wrong. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I, thought, I thought it was a settlement offer from the SPFL to, like, to stop it from going to arbitration. Really not. That's what I said, yeah. It would have been an out-of-court agreement. Yeah, yeah. That was very interesting. And our, our gut reaction, Pat, well, Paddy, what was yours? I don't really remember a lot about Friday, Jarvis, if I'm being honest with you. I also went straight for the Guinness. So. <laughs> I did. Can you remember that conversation? You remember the boy? That is one of the few things I do remember. <laughs> Sticks um, with you, doesn't it? 
I was I was absolutely steaming as well, but I do remember some other things that he was telling us. It was quite interesting. He said that there's a very good chance that the punishment for us, as well as that one million pound fine, could be that we have to stay in the championship for two seasons. Yeah, he said that um the the SPFL, just to be cheeky, would um null and void all relegation and promotion <laughs> from um next season. Essentially as like a a settlement to settle the leagues down, but I mean we've just got another court case then, but we'll just uh, we'll just be in the exact same position where they can't deny us a promotion for playing out the league, like they can't grant us a relegation for not playing out the league. It's the exact same thing. Right. Sounds like they just do whatever the fuck they want to piss hearts off, really. Right, minds. I could sell like hate hearts. That's why. No, oh, of course they do. Um, I, I mean, to, to be honest, it'd be a right good laugh, wouldn't it? Bouncing about the championship for two years. Oh, aye. <laughs> like, I think it's quite underestimated, like, how much of a good time we're going to have next season. Well, I hope so, because it could quite easily be a, a Hibs time. <laughs> I bet they didn't have a good time. No, they they did not have a, a good couple of years. Um, but I, personally, it should, should be a good laugh if we go down. Um, did you see, so ar- arbitration is expected to just take a couple of days, or, so people are saying, but they have 10 days to make this decision, right? <clears throat> so in theory, in theory, this could take 10 days, which means on Friday the 31st of July, Hearts could be told, aye, that you're playing the Premier League on Monday. <laughs> 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 and we wouldn't have been no. trained, because currently we're not allowed to train until, um, until what, the 3rd? There is absolutely the The first game could be the first of August. There's absolutely no way we're playing in the Premier League. Not a chance. (laughs) But still, on on a technicality, (laughs) can you imagine? That would probably fuck us up even more than going down. Did did arbitration definitely start today? I think so. Yes, I believe so. Mm -hmm. It's that shroud in secrecy that. Everyone's yeah, I've seen nothing. At the I've moment, seen nothing eh? about so, it. It's like a Da Vinci so. Code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks running yeah. through the, the, the streets of Gorgie. Gorgie, looking in chippies for secret codes. <laughs> uh, Tom Hanks pa- playing Neil Doncaster. I could see that actually. Paintings of Rudy Scatcho, hidden meanings behind them. <laughs> <laughs> Why was his left foot so powerful? <laughs> um, just one final thing that Craig, uh, the insider, sorry, said to us on Friday. Um, a good point, actually. There's only going to be three games at Tynecastle um, before Christmas, which is really depressing. Oh, when yeah, I remember about. that bit. Because there's only <laughs> six games in total, eh? <laughs> six games this before year. Christmas. Because it's 27 games, they're going to be staggered. You know, uh, it's... Just shit that, eh? Just three games. And the, <laughs> there's a League Cup fixtures for today as well, aren't they? So. Aye, I'm just going to say, so as as predicted last week, it's going to be another group stage, um, and that'll fall, it seems like quite short notice. It's only like 10 days before the season starts for us. So I don't know if we're going to be expected to play, what, at least three games or something in 10 days, and then our season starts. So that's true. Is it not- Maybe games at Tyne Castle there. Simon? 
I was going to say, is it, <laughs> is it not um, five teams in a group? Aye, but sure, we can't play four games in ten days. Well, the, SP, the SFA will probably make us. Face <laughs> <laughs> knows what's going to happen there. We'll see. Yeah, but if our league first league game is meant to be on the 17th of October. What day was it? How many have you got in front of you again? It's like the... Cool. Uh, yeah, Jarvie, yeah. So Tuesday, October 6th is uh, the start date for that. Right. So you'd be looking like a Tuesday, Saturday, a Tuesday... Surely you can only get three games in. You could do Tuesday, Friday. Aye, but then our season's meant to start on the 17th. Well, you suggest them have two games in two days? I mean, they're doing it in England. It's true. It's true, aye. Christ knows. We'll see what the next drama is there. Eh? <laughs> um, so, yeah, depressing three games. Um, and that's if we're allowed to go to them as well. I'm still confident that by October 17th, we're allowed to go as normal to games at Tinkers. Oh, I mean, that is what Mr. L- um, the guy said, actually. He says October 17th, that's the... That's apparently that's somehow magically that's going to be the date where fans are allowed in the stadiums, yeah. and I couldn't explain to me why, but I've got my own <laughs> own reasons. I think on is there uh, another anyway. game happening that day? I'm I'm not sure actually. I'll need to check that as well. But uh. <laughs> the, the terrible twins that uh, steal the limelight uh, just when the hearts are finally coming back. Um. Another another incident from uh, Friday night. Jolly Jambo managed to smuggle himself into the UK. Um, he turned up absolutely steaming. It turned out he chucked himself in a shipping container full of bevy and started drinking as soon as he left the uh, Spanish shores, t- turning up in Edinburgh. Um, he had a fantastic time. Unfortunately, Jolly Jambo's unable to be here today um, as he's currently on foot travelling back to Spain to get through the <laughs> through the borders. Um, but we look forward to, to having him on again once he gets back safely to Canada. Um, okay, well, today um, we're going to be picking our best 11 from players to have played for the Harps over the last 10 years. So please don't send us any hate mail saying, where's Arthur Mackay for 1976? Actually, please <laughs> do. <laughs> if you want, it'd be funny. Like, Arthur Mackay was some player, to be fair to him. Um, but it's just, it's just the last 10 years and also please note that this list of players in front of us has been prepared by Simon <laughs> so <laughs> if anyone's been missed we, we've gave it a good skim if honestly anyone... I, I was struggling to get players on it I can't imagine that there's anyone <laughs> of note that I have missed yeah so what we'll do we'll start off with going through the keepers over the last 10 years and just to confirm we will be picking into a 4-4-2 formation right so playing a 4-4-2 I've split it into positions of goalkeepers fullbacks centre backs wingers centre mids strikers now I know some of these players don't really fall into one of these positions like for example I struggled to position Callum Patterson or Jamie Hamill because they kind of played two or three roles Mm-hmm. But um, we'll, we'll get to that. So for goalkeepers, I've got Yanis Balo, um, who made 45 appearances for the club. Marion Kello, who played 86. Now, obviously, I started with 2010. Um, so you will see it slowly decline as we get closer to 2020. <laughs> um, Jamie McDonald, who made 136 appearances for Hearts. Um, 
Jack Hamilton, who made 63 appearances. Neil nice. Alexander, who made 72 appearances. I didn't realise he made that many. And hmm. John McLaughlin, who made 36 appearances. Okay. So, <laughs> so it's Jack Hamilton, really, isn't it? <laughs> I can't believe you got 63 appearances. I know, oh, it's insane. I mean, I'm personally going to put forward Jamie McDonald as, uh, mm. as the best of the last 10 years, but I think that's purely just for the Scottish Cup and the amount of appearances and how consistent he was. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree if someone wanted to put John McLaughlin just out of sheer talent. I know, Jamie McDonald's almost like a cult hero, isn't he? And Paddy, yeah. what do you reckon? It's between Kello and McDonald for me. No, really? You'd rely really McLaughlin? I, I was never a big fan of McLaughlin. You can also email and complain with me about that as well. <laughs> That's because he's a Rangers now, eh? You just instantly hate him for a bit. <laughs> just wasn't the biggest fan of him. Fair enough. Ooh. See... I, I thought John McLaughlin was a proper good quality keeper. Kello as well. Um, it has to go. It has to go down to Hammy's vote of the cat. <laughs> I, I I see the thing is with Jamie McDonald as well. Right, 136 games. He won a Scottish Cup, and he was a, just a very stable, decent keeper. There was nothing. You know, he very rarely made mistakes, and so he made some cracking saves as well. But I still, I think. If it was to go to any one of those, I still think John McLaughlin's the best keeper there. Aye, that's I it. Think it's the best that 11, no, the most stable 11. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going John McLaughlin? I'd, I'd be a McLaughlin vote myself, Paddy. I'm outvoted, so yeah, go for it. <laughs> so wearing number one, McLaughlin. No, so you have to go. Like Scott Wilson. You have to go. According to the, was it the, the nine-point plan to get Hearts back on top? <laughs> you have to go, John, and we all go. Oh yeah. go Hawk Clan because Nate Dickens is actually playing. <laughs> all right, cool. So John McLaughlin and goals. Um, we'll move to fullback now, where there is actually, I think, there's some some talent here and I think it's obvious for me but um we'll let we'll let we'll let's discuss it. I put Egert Johnson in here as well. No, so it's one of those that's hard to put him somewhere, isn't it? Yeah, but he had hundred and fifty three appearances. Uh, Lee Wallace, hundred and sixty appearances. Admittedly he didn't last too long into the the two thousand and tens. Um Ryan McGowan, seventy two appearances. Danny Granger, fifty five appearances. Kevin McHattie, remember him? 83 oh, yes. appearances for Hearts. 83 appearances. Cal <laughs> uh, Pat, 158 appearances. And 38 goals. <laughs> Modern fullback. Uh, and Michael Smith, 108 appearances. For me, this is simple. Right back, Michael Smith. Left back, Lee Wallace. It's hard. I mean... Can, can Callum Patterson slot in somewhere else, do you think? Or do we have to put him in here? All right, are we going Michael Smith, utility left back, 
Callum <laughs> Patterson because you just aren't wanting Lee Wallace in the squad. <laughs> to be fair, Callum Patterson in as well. Them. I thought you'd also was put great Danny Granger. Yeah. I thought he was quite uh, a good player. I really liked. Oh, he Danny was great, Granger, but over yeah. over over the players there, he won a Scottish Cup. Aye. Oh, oh, I was always a Danny Granger fan, and I think Lee Wallace. Like, I think hearts me anyway. Got Lee Wallace in your head as like this, this superb left back, um, and he was obviously a really good player for Hearts, but he did have his absolute prime years at Rangers. Yeah. Um, albeit in the second division. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, so are we going? Are we guy, going? But... Michael Smith utility left back. Calpat at right back. Or are we just putting Calpat up front? <laughs> I mean, he's got I more think... goals than most of the strikers do. Well, that's it. I'd probably prefer to play him further up the pitch, Calpat, and just keep Michael Smith at right back because he's he's assured, he's solid at uh, right back. So, right, we Versus... can come back to this, but because um, we'll see what we what we think when we get to wingers and strikers. Okay. Hey, let's keep Callum Patterson up the sleeve. Right, so right now, provisionally, Lee Wallace left back, Michael Smith right back. Or you want Danny Granger left back instead of Lee I, I Wallace? Would, I would put Granger in instead of Lee Wallace myself, but... Yeah, I'm a Granger cool. of me as well. Hi, mate. What a side and vote. I think it would have to be Lee Wallace for me. Oof. Is that a two-way he, made almost, he made almost three times the appearances for Hearts. So. To be fair, some player is just a bit of a Rangers man for me. I'll go for it. Chuck Lee Wallace in there. For go. now. For now. This, this is actually quite difficult because there are actually some quite good players, but one of them has an asterisk. Um, so Darren Barr, just Mr. Consistent, never done anything too flash, was never bad though. Andy Webster, at times, was an absolute Rolls Royce. Um, at times was a sulking wee bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Marius Zaliukas, once again, was sometimes an absolute phenomenal player and sometimes an absolute nut job that you wouldn't want to bump, it, bump into at night. Uh, Brad Mackay, he was a good player. I thought he was going to be brilliant when he was coming through. Mm. Whatever happened. Danny Wilson, who played for Liverpool at one point. No, no. Um, Aleem Ozturk, that goal against Hibs. John Suter, Cleveland Dicamona, Jimmy Dunn, Craig Calcutt, Christoph Berra. I'd run through the, the appearances, but we'd be here for days. Yeah. Christoph Berra comes with an asterisk because obviously most of his appearances were pre 2010. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, personally, for me, out of that group, it's uh, Andy Webster and Mario Zeliukas. I'd agree with that. Christoph Berra in the last 10 years while he's played for Hearts has not been the Christoph Berra he was before 2010. Yeah, if it was if it was pre-2010, Berra would be in there. Western Zaliukas. Big Zal, yeah. See if, um, see if Jimmy Dunn had played more for Hearts because it says he had 14 appearances. I think he would have he would have been up there with one of my choices, but we would be selling him for like six million if we had signed him to a contract. He was so good as well. 
Who did he go oh, again? Back to Burnley. Back to Burnley. So oh, he did. Sunderland? Did he go on loan to Sunderland? Oh, I think he did. Maybe. He done, oh, he done Apparently the Sunderland fans didn't rate him at all. Come back home, Jimmy. No, but he's been on the he's been on the bench for Burnley the last two weeks. No, oh, some player. It's really hard for me. This, I mean, between Webster, Zaliukas, but you'd have to consider Bera in there regardless. Um, and Cleva de Camona. It's really tough. <laughs> yeah, I, I, honestly, I was going through the list and I seen Cleva and I thought I've got to include him because actually sometimes he is absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> The most accidentally brilliant man I have ever seen. <laughs> right, we're going to firm this up then. Who, who are you voting for? I've given you my two, Webster and Zali, I guess. I'm the same as that. Mm-hmm. Hammy. I think um, I would definitely go with Webster. It's to Zali, because one that's annoying me, but because as much as I do love him, and I really do... I still think Danny Wilson was was pretty good out of that lot. John Suter, I want to really, but at the same time, he's been here. I can't believe he's again. He's made 124 appearances. I would have thought he would have been injured for about that long. <laughs> yeah. And John John Suter could and potentially will be in a, a properly good centre back, but at the moment he's still. Every time he seems to get going, he's he's injured. Sadly, how I've not seen enough. Berra again this decade not really for me mm-hmm. so it's between Danny Wilson and Zalukas and you know just because he's made over 200 appearances and he's a Scottish mm-hmm. Cup winner I'll go yeah I think I don't see a problem with Webster and Zalukas actually Darren yeah. Barr I actually think a lot of his better games were in defensive mid yeah I'm the same he, I thought he yeah, was a he much was better defensive mid I was, I was struggling to put place yeah for myself, I'm the same. I think we need to have a, an honourable mention for Ali Mosterk as well. He was a very good defensive player as well as his big long bangers. Like you know, on his day, he was a good, def- good solid defender. Um, also ended but, um, up at Sunderland. <laughs> he did. Um, but yeah, I'd be happy to agree with that. Andy Webster and Zaliukas, the dream team. Cool. So we'll um, now that we've got the the back four. Um, it's John McLaughlin. Um, Provisional left back Lee Wallace, right back Michael Smith, Andy Webster and Zali Ukas. Strong defence. I'm very proud to see three Scots in there. <laughs> right enough. That's cool. a very so good point, huh? We'll go to the speed on the wings. Um, Suso Santana, remember him? Oh, yeah. him. And Andrew Driver. Admittedly, had his had his better years pre two thousand and ten. David Templeton was a very good player as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the one and only finger banger David Abua. <laughs> <laughs> finger banger. <laughs> every sense in every sense of the word. Oh yeah. Ryan Stevenson, um, a brilliant player. Uh, Novakovas. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, the player who's going to be picked at left mid, Rudy Scatchel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Billy King, who during that championship season and the season we got relegated, Billy King was a very good impact sub. Uh-huh. Um, JB Walker, who's made 205 appearances for Hearts. That's absolutely nuts. 
Um, Sam Nicholson, who also made 127 appearances for Hearts. Uh, Don Cowie, Skinny Malinkovic, Sean Clare and Jake Mulraney. I'm putting Jake Mulraney because I was struggling that much with players to add to this. <laughs> 53 caps for Jake Mulraney. Caps. <laughs> well, appearances. 53 um, Hearts hats in his living room. <laughs> <laughs> so Rudy Scatchel left mid. Of course. Has to be. Yeah, has to be. to eight goals. And then trying to find he's so a... left wingers, right wingers here. A lot of these are left. Jamie Walker, uh, right? Jamie Walker's right. Don Curry. I put Jamie Walker. Yeah. I, I think put Jamie Walker as well. His first Jamie spell Walker was, was unreal that championship season. Yep. And before. On his day. So have we already picked that Walker and Scatchel? Yeah, I mean but, for all these players like Andrew Driver. Satana Temple with left wing as well, he was, wasn't he? I did love Susan. Well, Abdul was on the left. Like, Chris, we've just, this is the problem, eh? This is why we've never had wingers. We just actually <laughs> haven't had any right wingers. <laughs> Templeton did score against Liverpool at Anfield. Templeton was quality for a couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, that's it. None of these players you would say are other than, like, Scatchel are really consistent, and that I think that's the issue here. You know, they'll all have yeah. their purple patches, they'll all be brilliant for a few games, and then, like you said, Jamie Walker and Templeton, who we can probably argue they'll go blue in the face, but they both had brilliant spells and then completely anonymous, and then they both left as well. Um, well, I'd say Jamie Walker was better just personally. Yeah, Jamie Walker. Aye, he was. Th- you know the thing that always annoyed me about Templeton is that he was such a, a small, tricky wee player. But I think he got a bad injury or something, and he just never seemed to be able to take on a player again after that. And you can mm-hmm. sort of see that similar with Jamie Walker as well. He's sometimes he just looks like he needs a a confidence boost. I think. Yeah. Whereas we could also put in Cal Cal Pat on the right. Are we going to come back to that? I think looking at our shady striker options, it's worth a conversation up there. <laughs> um, interestingly, you're saying about consistency, Hammy. Looking at that list, in a way, I'd say that Santana, other than Rudy, obviously, was one of the most consistent players. I think you always knew what you were getting with him. And it was, yeah. it was never brilliant, but it was good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that cup final... Game uh, he was, was he was brilliant. brilliant. Uh, he was phenomenal in that game. Arguably um, one of the best players in the park. Same, actually, saying that you could say the same with Driver. He had a great game. Um, but again, Driver was was hampered with injuries as well because we can't players fit. Apparently, you maybe I think well, Walker's got forty four goals as well. It's got to be big, Jimbo Walker. <sighs> He's got less goals than Scatchel in nearly a hundred more games. <laughs> you can't really compare them, but can you? To, to anyone? I think we'll know. Skill Walker. Agreed. So, uh, moving to centre mid, we've got Ruben Palazuelos, who has 114 appearances, a lot more than I ever thought he had. I know. Ian Black, Scott Robinson, Jason Hole, Jamie Hamill, Morgaro Gomez, Prince Boabin, yes. Arno Jum. Perry Kitchen, Harry Cochran, Peter Harren, and Oliver Bazanich. 
cool. <laughs> Pretty cool. Pretty cool list of names there. Um, I'd personally have... Um, I don't know if I want to say this. Arnold Jim? Mm. He was a good player. On his day, when he had that good run, he was one of the best centre midfielders in the league. It was always when the his what? contract was expiring. <laughs> six <laughs> months, he'd just be like amazing. And then he got yeah. that new contract, and it was like, nah, I'm all right now. Like, all right. Oh, I'm shite now, by the way. See you later. <laughs> we, did, uh, we did. I feel like we did miss him when he, uh, when he did leave. Yeah. Yeah, we could have done moment for, the, for when we turned shite. <laughs> Definitely missed Jim. Um, but like Hammy said, man, for, for the good times were good. The bad times, he was just so fucking frustrating. And the crowd yeah, he was kept, just he kept holding the ball far too back. long. And we always thought the weird thing with Jim is you would never associate him as being a dirty player. But see, in his last season, he picked up more yellow cards than Scott Brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah but Scott Brown's protected. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> okay, careful now. The Scott Brown insurance. Protected by the mafia that is the SFA and the SPFL. Yes! Yes, Barry. Barry with the steel chair! <laughs> Fuck the SFA. <laughs> um, uh, Jim's a, a controversial one, eh? Don't know, don't know. Um, so who, who are you going? It's really tough, like, I mean, I fucking love Prince Blabin. <laughs> he was good, yeah. Well, I just he, feel like Gomez and Babin have a a, a little asterisk because their best years were in the championship. Yeah. They were Aye. phenomenal though. And the when Gomez left, like Babin just I don't think he just wasn't the same player anymore. Again, that was that step up as well. But mm-hmm. you've got to remember they were brilliant in the championship, but the rest of that field's not not filling me with uh, a lot of joy. Ian Black, mm-hmm. I do, I do, I do like Ian Black. Um, Put a tackle on him. Genuinely, aye, he done decorate the dirty your, work. Decorate your uh, house as well. <laughs> <laughs> Snap your legs See, and paint your house. I've got a, a controversial opinion, right? See, Perry Kitchen. Now, I, I actually really, really liked Perry Kitchen, but really? see, the moment we seem to give him. The captain's armband, it just went to shit. It was just <laughs> awful. It, mm-hmm. it was like, because he hang, was he really early 20s when he was at Hearts as well. Yeah. So it was like. Also, can you imagine? Can you imagine being someone who played with Perry Kitchen? Like, I can't think of a Scottish player, but like a senior Scottish player, and there's this little American guy going, hey guys, come on, today we play Aberdeen. We need to get into them. Like, Aye. The fuck is this guy? Let's get yeah. into these sheep shagging bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Um, You're not going to buy in. Here come the lawsuits. I think I I think Perry Kitchen could have done a lot better at Hearts, but it it, it just ended absolutely terribly for him, and he was awful uh, at times. But he's now LA Galaxy playing with Zlatan and that. So weird. But I I still I don't think I would have him in my team. Um, I think I would maybe go. Okay, um, and possibly, even though he's only made thirty-seven appearances, Peter Haring. 
He's yep. surely we need another season to consider putting Peter and Peter Haring in a best eleven. But I don't know. I, I don't know who I would put him above him though. <laughs> yeah. Like, would you put Palace Ruelos above him? I quite like no. Scott Robinson. I did like Camel when he played for us. Oh. Yeah. Who would you Who would you rather have in the middle of the park now? Uh, in their prime, Ian Black or Jamie Hamill doing all the dogs work? Ian Black. Ian Black. I'd say Ian Black, Black eh? So it's Ian Black over Jamie Hamill for me. I think Ian Black's one of my two. Yeah, and cool. See if uh, Harry Cochran could actually get a game. I reckon he would have been in with a shout as well. But last season just out of the picture completely. Yeah. I was going to put an Andy, honourable mention to Andy Irvine. I just feel like he's just not played mm. enough games yet. Right enough, uh, aye. Yeah. Well, he's maybe played more games than Cochrane now, you know? Is he? Nah. No. 32 appearances for Cochrane. Surprised it's that many. But that yeah. the start of the season, was it not the start of last season, but the year before, we had all those games at Murrayfield. Cochrane was a starter. Like, he started tons of games. Aye. And that led right through to the 4-0 game against Celtic. At least we forget. Yeah. Jason Holt as well. I think he could have been a brilliant player for Hearts as well if he'd stayed. But I'd take Jason Holt back. Where is he now? Um, is he not still at Rangers? Is no he? free agent now. Hang on. He is Rangers on loan at St. Johnston. Pretty sure he's now a free agent. Rangers, blah, blah. He's maybe just been let go. I'm sure he already was because it was him and Andy Halliday. Let go. Andy Halliday or Jason? No, Hall. he's been training with Livingston for the past week. There's a new article. They're potentially going to be in the league above us. So <laughs> just that alone, I would take him back. He'll go there and be Scott Robinson. I was going to say the two centre mid- midfield pairing, Scott Robinson and Jason Holt at Livingston. Yeah, I'd Paolo take Sergio, that. Paolo Sergio once said, when he was at Hearts, he wanted to build his team around Scott Robinson. Aye. That's, he was very highly thought of as well. But And now he's very, very highly thought of in West Lothian now. <laughs> he's absolutely brilliant for Livingston. It's so annoying. Hi. I think a lot of these players you just didn't give enough time to, sadly. Arch definitely doing it at the moment. Yeah. Or we sign, you know, journeyman instead. Yeah. But remember, that's all Levine's era. And Levine is gone now. Let us move, <laughs> move forward with stability. And players that, are, you know, children can put on the back of their tops and no worry they're going next year. With Big Bob Nielsen. With Big Bobby Nielsen. So who are we saying then? I'd agree with Ian Black, Scott Robinson. I'm happy with that. Scott Robinson, Ian. really? So definitely not Gomez or Mboabin then. Dream team. <laughs> In the championship, team. though. That's the well, only we are thing. a championship club, remember? <laughs> <laughs> please don't hate me, Hearts. Please. Um, Four million in the bank, though. <laughs> Mine would be Black and... Haring. See, I can't disagree with Haring being in there because when he did no. play, he was phenomenal. Right. To be sure. fair, we go black and Haring. Let's do it. 
We're definitely going to get hate for that. Fuck it in. <laughs> right. Fuck it. Now, now we've come to the bit that um, <laughs> I struggled to put anyone on this. Honestly. <laughs> There's big names. There's players who had like good periods, but it's just embarrassing. I'll go through any notable goal scores, but I mean, there's Craig Beatty on this list, nine appearances, three goals, but just because that penalty. Uh, good ratio. <laughs> one in three. Good ratio for us. So, uh, Kevin Kyle, 10 in 22, 10 goals in 22 appearances. Stephen Elliott, 11 in 65. Craig Beatty, three in nine. John Sutton, who got 12 in 59. Osmond So with a no bad, almost one and two, 23 goals in 52, but once again was mostly in the championship. Gennaro Zifuk, who got 12 goals in 13 games. That is absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> the biggest laddie. Get him back. <laughs> Wanma, who got 13 goals in 43. Kyle Lafferty, 20 goals in 48 appearances. Stephen Naismith, 23 goals in 68, uh, 63 appearances. Sorry. Ishmael Goncalves, 15 and 42. Uche, who's got 10 and 55. I looked. Uche got 10 goals, not this season, but last season. He's getting 15 next season. Name all that. (laughs) And Liam Boyce, who's got, who's talented, but he's only got two goals and nine, which is actually worse than Craig B. I know, but Boyce has been fucking getting nothing. I hope so. (laughs) I hope that's what it is. Like, th- this is Lafferty and Naismith, or Lafferty and Zifuk. You're staunch as fuck, could. I don't think we could put Zifuk in there. I think the goal score record, but it was all in the championship, and it was all, most of those goals were in, like, three games. Ah, I think you got four in one game or something, didn't you? So, yeah. Like, Take them uh, back for next season. Who does <laughs> Zifuk? I'm going to have to Google that. I definitely think it has, it surely has to be Lafferty and Naismith, then. Staunch buddy. I did like Kevin Kyle, though. Kevin he Kyle was a so much. Loved Kevin Kyle. He was a. Um, I don't want John Sutton in there. No. I, think, I think it is. It is uh, Stephen Naismith and Callum Patterson. <sighs> oh, Callum Patterson's. <laughs> I forgot about uh, I, I feel like for the. I feel like we're. Not appreciating Stephen Elliott for what he was, superb I, striker. It's just no, I agree with that. I think he was a very good player. He was the he was the work rate up front, wasn't he? Aye. Aye. Like he was a an elite international level player coming in with quite a similar reputation to Liam Boyce, I guess. Yeah, he played quite a lot in the Premier League, which I, I hate doing that, being like, oh, he played in the Premier League, he must be good because like Demur. <laughs> <laughs> But Stephen Elliott was actually all right. Why was the moon not on the list for centre midfielders, Simon? I just no made enough appearances. That, no. The inbox isn't big enough for the hate mail for that one, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> and it would mostly be for me. Um, <sighs> Lafferty, Naismith. Conca- I think Goncalves was a, a good striker as well. Yeah, but he was. Left for a good he just wasn't million, consistent enough. Yeah. Like that, I mean, like that none of them are. Like to drink, don't we all, Hammy? Well, <laughs> he likes Genesis um, and the Goggy Sweet. <laughs> oh, is it? McPhee had to like keep him on a tight leash when he came over here because he had a 
a party to go to or something. McPhee had to go away him to make sure he didn't end up steaming. That's the worst um, combination ever. That's Austin McPhee would have been drunker than he was. Well, here's a funnier story than that, Paddy. Kyle Lafferty on the Sci Ferry podcast was talking about they had a pre-season game over in Northern Ireland and um, it was uh, who this Jolly Jumbo looked like, Ian Cathro. <laughs> was sat down and had a whiskey. So it was Ian Cathro, Austin McPhee, Kyle Lafferty and Isma sat and had a whiskey <laughs> the night before. Apparently Ian Cathro bought them all a whiskey and was like, come on, have a drink. That's a weird painting. <laughs> that would be awkward conversation. <laughs> it sounded like it was. He's a very awkward guy. So do we do we do the same with Osman So? Because it was Ah, he was he was a great player as well, but it was a lot in the championship, wasn't it? Yeah. I think though I think you can see but with Osman So, the talent was definitely there because the goals weren't just like hearts yeah. doing all the work. Osman So often just got the ball, beat two men, slammed it in, or just slammed it in from about forty yards out. Oh, uh, his winner at Ibrox in the first game of the championship season was oh my God. tremendous. Immediately after Rangers equalised, he's Thierry Henry. Half the pitch. I came all Osman, so it's what I'm at. He was just levels above that season, man. He was superb. Bring has him back more, as well. Has it been more than 10 <laughs> years since Maurizio Pania was at the team club? <laughs> yes. Aye. Aye, that <laughs> must be a bit. That was like when we were going to Cav. So that's what, <laughs> 12, 12, 13 years ago. Because, I mean, he never well, done it for us, but he actually was a very talented player. A <laughs> talented shagger as well. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> he was. The rumours, the consequences. All rumours. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I still oh. know, I th- I, Kyle Lafferty is the best striker we've had, though, I think. <laughs> Aye. Anyway, so that's... are you leaving out Stephen Naismith oh, to that's, put in that's the And we never put Callum Patterson into the team earlier either. Well, we've got to do it. If we don't put him in up front, we've got to put him in as right back, Michael Smith, you tell it left back. Yeah. Or right mid. Aye. Did we not Let's struggle for somebody at right mid? We've got Jamie no, Walker, Walker right mid. Jamie Walker, Rudy really Scatcher. I'd put Patterson in over Walker. Nah, that first spell, Jamie Walker was just as good as uh, Cal Pat. Hmm. It's tough. It's a hard one. I'll um, I'll just say my two, taking everything we've just discussed into account. I'll go Stephen Naismith and Kyle Lafferty. I don't think you can leave out Naismith. I just don't think you can. And Kyle Lafferty on form, you know, on the lead up to him leaving for Rangers, um, he was just superb and better than strikers on that list. Like you said, Osman. So if it was in the Premier League. And he put that, those performances in, he'd be in there. But since it was the championship, he drops down for me. So Stephen Naismith, Kyle Lafferty. Agreed. I agree yeah. with that as well. Aye, I'm with you. We are staunch as fuck, boys. It's <laughs> a very staunch team. <clears throat> Stephen Naismith. There's a lot of jabs, actually, huh? No, no. Oh, dear. Oh, I saw McLaughlin just went to Rangers. Lee Wallace, Rangers legend. Michael Smith could go to Rangers. Andy <laughs> Webster didn't. Rangers. He went to Rangers. Rangers oh, shit. Yeah, he did. <laughs> but he did go to Rangers. Zaliukas. Rangers. 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 They never, obviously. Jamie Walker fucking wishes he was at Rangers. 
Yeah, Haring could end up at Rangers one day. <laughs> if he gets the fit, he'll definitely be at Rangers. Hi, Ian Black, Rangers. Kyle Lafferty, <laughs> Rangers. Stephen Naismith, Rangers. So wait a now. One, two, <laughs> three, four, five, six, seven out of our 11 players. Hello and welcome to the Rangers Conspiracies. <laughs> this is the Heart and Hand podcast, man. <laughs> Aye, it shows oh, a wow. good brotherly, brotherly <laughs> individual city love. <laughs> or it would signify that um, whenever Hearts get a good player, Rangers buy them. And when a good player who's not very good anymore, Hearts <laughs> then get them. Right. Wait till Andy Halliday slotting in at right back next week. <laughs> right. um, so, um, Callum Patterson then, so, so is he not slotting in? Yeah, so... He will that's actually slot in over Lee Wallace. Aye, let's just Aye. fucking get him in at left back. Yeah. <laughs> well, he played there like for half an hour at one point. So you're saying Sean Clare's not getting in? Michael Smith definitely played left Danny. back. Smith, I am sure he has actually. I'm sure he played at left back like against Celtic because of injuries actually. I'm yeah. Sure it was a high profile game he slotted in. I bet it was a solid eight out of ten. Aye, probably. Hickey, Hickey's no better than Lee Wallace. Yeah, Lee Wallace didn't get signed by yeah. Man City. Yeah. <laughs> if Lee Wallace was uh, was seventeen nowadays, he'd probably be getting scouted down south. Yeah, it's down south now, isn't he? Stayed staunch and went to Queens Park Rangers. Jing, <laughs> <laughs> when he seen the email, he just it just had like the first bit blocked out, and it was like dot 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 Rangers contract offer, and he's like, oh brilliant! They've seen the seen the light, they've seen the end of their ways. Accept. <laughs> when you think of uh, fucking hell, I was about to start talking about how loyal Lee Wallace was to Rangers, but I think our selection's <laughs> enough. Let's, <laughs> let's not bother. <laughs> so our final 11 for the decade that was 2010 to 2020 is John McLaughlin in goal left back Michael Smith right back Callum Patterson Big Zal and Andy Webster centre backs and then left mid Rudy right mid Jamie Walker centre mids were Peter Haring and Ian Black. Yeah. Aye. And then up front, we've got Stephen A. Smith and Kyle Laffrey. It's a decent team, that. Well, it's not like Hearts fans to harken back to old players. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I think uh, that would be a solid third or fourth place team. And the championship. Oh, that. <laughs> no, that, that's a good 100-point season championship team. Aye. I just wonder how far away from that like we're not actually that far away from it being our team for next season. Kyle Lafferty comes back. That's our front two. <laughs> I'm not sure he's coming back though. <laughs> you never know. I mean, all of a take would be for Nielsen not to like say Connor Washington, and then you've got the money there to bring him back. Then if he's interested and Nielsen likes him, you know what I mean. I wouldn't be that surprised if Lafferty's at the champion in the championship last next season. He got an offer in Italy. He has an offer in it. Kind of mean to, I think so. I back to Palermo. Although, <laughs> I think it's Verona, possibly. I can't remember. Oh, that's, that's, that's football. 
Um, be- beautiful city. What a beautiful city. Um, right. I travelled, man, so I've actually been there. <laughs> Along with um, Padraig. I have. Oh, sorry. It's, uh, it was Sierra B. Uh, Regina. Oh. Regina, beautiful place. Seen it. Seen it on Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> Mine, Kyle, Kyle Lafferty used to play with Paulo Dybala. Which is then a to who also used to play with Edison Cavani at Palermo, who might actually sign for Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Maybe I'll just uh, Google his name and it'll somehow come up here. And he's like, oh, Hearts, they seem like a good bunch of guys. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> we're not. When they sign up, they go, no, we're like the um, super villains henchmen in the SPFL. <laughs> we're not the most hated team but we're definitely not like Simon we are definitely the most hated team now do you think oh, I yeah. think if you're an Aberdeen Motherwell Kilmarnock fan now I think you hate my hearts more than you hate uh, Celtic and Rangers now good good bring on the hate next season's going to be an absolute riot um, aye, it's going to be huge next season uh, oh, I can't wait I know. And another note, like I, I am genuinely devastated that pretty much we're not going to be in the Premier League next season, which will be the biggest season of our lifetimes. Genuinely, with Celtic going for ten in a row and Rangers trying to stop them, biggest season of our life. I didn't really care about all that Nancy Pansy football has been ruined by money. <laughs> it's going to be quite something. It's only two weeks away, and we've only got about eighty days to go now. Before we before we, we go up to Arbroath with Jolly Jambo. 80 days away until the second wave hits. No football. Oh, Paddy, a big misery guts. <laughs> you should do the daily briefing. You should keep everyone at home. Do <laughs> right, I would. Well, that's all we have time for this week, folks. And as news is terribly slow at the moment, and given that pre-season hasn't started yet and court continues, we are planning on having next week off, um, therefore recording again the first week of August. We are sure by then, with Jim Jeffries on board, transfer rumours all, all over the place and the boys back at the ancient burial grounds of the Orium, and court concluded that we will have an absolutely jam-packed show for you then. Um, if you've enjoyed today's show, do tell all your Jambo pals and spread the good word on social media. Uh, if you're not following us already, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at hearts underscore podcast. And for some reason, if you want to send us an email, it's heartspodcast at gmail.com. A special thanks to Padman Scoop Productions for his copious amounts of editing time as ever. So until next time, as Jolly Jambo says, keep washing your hands for the hearts. Keep your ear to the ground and we'll see you again soon. We'll meet again Don't know when Don't know when But I know we'll meet again Some sunny day